Hey guys, welcome to a special holiday edition of Ho in the Know. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho. Actually, it's not Wait. Christmas yet. It's turkey time. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard an actual turkey sound. I feel like I've only heard gobble, gobble. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Selena, the stripper. And I am Crazy Clover. <laughs> crazy Clover. <laughs> I didn't even add like a special title this time. I'm just Selena. Um, how you been doing, Clover? Oh, I I can do one real quick. Okay, do it. Starlet Selena. Oh hey, that's so nice. <laughs> so cute. Yes, so cute, Selena. That's oh, me. that's a good one. I could also use it because there's a C there. So cute, Clover. Yep, so cute, <laughs> Selena and Clover. So cute, Clover and Selena. This is Ho in the Know, and we are doing a special holiday edition because it is the holiday season. Uh, everybody is going off to be with their families or with their chosen families or to with not be their with their friends, families, friends. with their friends. Getting... They're burning effigies of Christopher Columbus yes. and the Mayflower. Fuck this holiday, right? Fuck this holiday. But I do like some food. I do love... Um, We're going to have some gourmasabzi. Yeah, I love feasting. Generally, I don't feel any particular love of our typical American fare, like the turkey. Mm. Turkeys, most of the time, end up kind of dry. Yeah, I don't like turkeys because they're dry. I would rather have a, a chicken Yeah, most every of the time, time I'd rather have chicken, to be real. If I want a bird. Or, like, maybe duck. Oh, duck. Yeah, maybe duck. Duck is Or like luxurious. a smoked turkey. I'll smoked accept smoked turkey. turkey. I feel like when I've I think had of turkey, of the, the type of turkey that I'll only ever want is at like a Ren Fair. You mean deep fried turkey? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? No, that's unrelated. That's like smoked turkey leg. But I do really like the Ren Fair giant turkey leg. Just because I like to feel like a, a Renaissance king. And yeah. I'm just like... <laughs> 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 um, Let's go joust. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a good show you're putting on there, Jester. (laughs) 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 Just throw the bone on the floor. Exactly, and then nobody picks it up because (laughs) it was not done in that time. We just left the bones on the floor. There may be a corrections mansion. (laughs) Let us know if this is just not... Let us us know if you're triggered by our... (laughs) depiction of <gasps> oh the my Ren god there's a corrections mansion that i've been meaning to do and <laughs> <laughs> it's slipped my mind every time but i said hot couture in an episode like ages it, ago ages ago and i listened to um fashion i started listening to a fashion podcast it's called unravel i think it's pretty good um and it's on spotify but um quickly learned like the following day that it's pronounced haute couture so <laughs> like um, oats. Yeah. So if anyone was listening to that and was like, Clover, you have a degree from an art school. <laughs> how do you not know how to say hot couture as oat couture? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yep, I you did. Know, there are not always answers to all the questions the world has to offer us. Yeah. Um, so back to deep fried turkeys, because it is Thanksgiving. Um I've always been curious about this, and I've watched so many videos of people uh, trying to deep fry a turkey outside and then lighting lighting there. Why have you watched so many videos? Because, okay, so this was like a real holiday menace for a while. Like all of the news, like local news shows would like have a segment of people trying to deep fry their turkeys. When was this going on? When I was a child, I was a young girl. You you would like the news as a child. Yes, I did like the news as a child, (laughs) and that's a fact. So they would have videos of people deprying their turkeys in front of their garages, and then they would light their garages on fire. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, it was a fire hazard, so people... Oh, I thought it was, like, on purpose, (laughs) holiday light your garage on fire special <laughs> we deep fry the turkey now it's, so t- <laughs> it's part of the ritual okay you may not understand it but we need to value tradition i like that this was an epidemic it was it was and i promise you it was all over the place but i think since i moved from oklahoma to california i've not heard anything about this 
I don't, <laughs> I don't think people are really out here deep frying their turkeys, but maybe I just haven't been paying attention to inland California. I didn't know that Oklahomans were deep frying turkeys. Oh, you better believe. <laughs> if you can deep fry it, Oklahomans will. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, um... Clover and I are going to be celebrating the holiday together. Uh, Clover mentioned we are going to have some gourmet sabzi made by my lovely partner. He is Persian. And uh, I was like, please make us some gourmet sabzi. And he wasn't happy about it, but then he <laughs> made it, and now he's so proud. It's Oh, my God. It's honestly adorable. I was there for this in part, and it's like... It took so long. It took so much labor, and mm-hmm. there's so much of it, too. It's so good, I've yeah. been fighting myself to, to not eat it, yeah. to not break into the Tupperware. I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe that he, like, accomplished this so early. Uh-huh. But he's been making some good foods, too, though. Yes. Um, and uh, let's see what else. We have some special curry, some chicken curry, but that's not for Thanksgiving. That's I've just, been eating that. I've been eating that's that. That's just because we're feasting all week long. Yeah, this is the, the fatties time. Yes. My favorite time. Yes. Um, and get thick. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I prepped uh, pernil, which is the Puerto Rican pork dish, slow, po- slow cooked pork shoulder. So good. Yes. Best pork shoulder. Hey, I can't wait. It's hanging out. It's been, I covered it in all of the marinade and stuff, and I had to refreeze it because I started prepping it last week. I was just like, let me do it ahead of time. Did you do it by like a family recipe or did you go online? Because I've been caught between. I wanted to make pasteles, and I was looking mm-hmm. at videos, but I was like, how does my family make it? Well, I feel like, I well, I personally just looked online, and I was like, there's kind of like a number of recipes that say about the same thing, so I decided to just choose one of them, because I mean, mm-hmm. Benu isn't super crazy, like the thing that takes the most time and effort is just like cooking it properly in the oven. It's like essentially just garlic, some uh, sazon and adobo, and um, olive oil, and maybe like a couple other herbs on top if you want to make it extra fresh, and then you just essentially slow cook it. But make sure Mm. it's like, you know, you keep, I think you might baste it or something, like you take the juices and then you like put it on top to like make it extra glossy and beautiful. And just take your time cooking it, like you want to give it like five hours or something in the oven. Um, this is a pretty meat-heavy <laughs> moment. <laughs> so, We've been going on about these meals. <laughs> um, it's Thanksgiving! <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, fuck the holiday, but also it's an excuse and people get to take time off. And, like, to be real, Americans don't get that many holidays. Like, we don't have many state-sanctioned, countrywide holidays that people all essentially get off, except for service workers, thanks to Black Friday and all of the bullshit that that created for people. But another interesting thing is, like, that I feel like Christians get, like, every single holiday, Mm -hmm. like, that they require, I guess, which is crazy. And that's, like, most of our holidays. Yeah, so many Christian holidays, with the exception of Thanksgiving. Yeah, and... No, Halloween doesn't get off. I think we should have, like, two or three days off for Halloween. Yeah, I mean, we also get, like, certain war memorial days. Like, well, Memorial Day and Veterans Day. There's Labor Day. can't believe Columbus gets... Columbus. still. Fucking Columbus. Fucking Columbus. He could die in a fire, except that he's already dead. He should die again. He should die again. (laughs) (laughs) We'll bring him back just to kill him again. Um, and I think everyone should get a hand at killing him. Um, <laughs> Everybody gets a stick or a rock <laughs> in five minutes with Columbus. I was thinking that we continually bring him back <laughs> and kill him every time. There's like a there's like a creepy Black Mirror episode kind of like that. Like somebody is preserved as like a hologram, like as he's about to die. Oh, and they keep like killing him. But it's like it's it's really dark and. Oh, okay. It talks about race and... Uh, I wonder if it'd be it. as dark with, like, a laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that was all that was missing. And, like, maybe some, like, like funky music in the background. <laughs> some, like, slap bass. 
Yeah. Everything is better with a lap track and slap bass. Honestly. Oh, um, there was like a, a Ross moments like with um like serious music and no laugh tracks and then he just became very creepy ross from friends um recommend those videos they're on youtube they're kind of funny (laughs) i don't like ross so i was like (laughs) i don't like ross either i also don't like like friends i don't like friends either unpopular opinion especially in la where i feel like somehow Everyone I know likes Friends. Everybody likes Friends, and it's just unnecessary. What was, like, the black equivalent of that? I feel like there was, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Why do you say it, and then I, like, can't think of it? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I have the image of them in my head yes. in their poster, but the words are just, like, a blur. It's not living single. It's... Oh, my God. You're killing me right now. Mm. Wow, whenever I typed black version, the first option that came up was of friends. I don't know if it's like... <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, okay, it's not giving me a direct answer. <laughs> Jay-Z's all black remake of friends isn't what it seems. What happened? Um, I feel like that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> There was, I think I saw, like, an image of it, but I don't think it ever was made into anything. It was just like, what if Friends was black? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Um, so should we go into... Oh, God, this is killing me. Why did you have to say this? <laughs> Clover, you're I'm, hurting. I'm looking at, uh, here, there's a full list of... The let me see, let me see. 30 black... 30 <laughs> it hasn't loaded yet, so you don't even know what it is. I couldn't even tell you, because I... It's Martin. I was thinking of Martin. Oh, I don't even know what that is. We were thinking of different shows. Yeah, I guess we were thinking of different shows, but, like, (laughs) Martin had, like, such a long run and is, like, one of those super acclaimed reference shows, and it's always on fucking BET, and nobody studies it. Like, you go to acting school, and nobody's like, oh, you know what was amazing? The iconic series, Martin. (laughs) (laughs) But it should be talked about that way. I just don't... There's just such discrimination in how, like, acting and all of the politics around, like, what material is taught in all of these fucking L.A. theater classes and acting for television classes. Anyway, that's its own rant. I'd like to slam... This is not going to last longer than a second but i'd just like to say this is us sucks Uh, really (laughs) i've never watched it honestly i don't like it it's too cheesy anyway let's keep going all right you guys so um because it's a special holiday special it's a special holiday special just to be super redundant (laughs) yep it's a unique lovely charming piece of historical ho history. I don't know if we have to announce it or if you all gathered at this point, but we have no guest. It's yeah. just us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Lena and Clover in the studio. Yeah, in case you were waiting for that voice to come in, because I feel like sometimes the guests are silent for the first 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah, typically they, they tend to kind of be a little quiet for the first 10 minutes because they're not sure when they come in. Yeah. We haven't introduced them. We well, haven't asked them any questions. We've introduced them. Well, you know what? Today our guest <laughs> Guest is the the ghost of Thanksgiving spirit. There is no guest in here. <laughs> it's just me and Selena. Okay, that's true. Okay. Okay, so, uh, but we are going to follow a somewhat similar format, but we're going to include a bit more story time, a bit more chatting about topics that are pertinent to sex workers, and... Um, You know, we're going to include our historical hoes, a commercial, all of the great things that you've come to know and love about Ho in the Know. Ho in the Know. So, every episode, we begin with a segment called Historical Hoes. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a switch up. It's special for our holiday special. So content warning, I'm using the word prostitution in case that is upsetting for someone. And it's important to do a trigger warning because prostitute is typically like a carceral term Mm -hmm. used to describe full service sex workers or street based sex workers. Um, And we try to not use uh, carceral terms to describe sex work. So... um, Clover's about to go into some etymology, some history, and we're about to learn. So. 
buckle up. In ancient Greece, both men and women engaged in full-service sex work. The Greek word for full-service sex worker... Just, just use the P word. We're going to go for the P word tonight. <laughs> prostitute is um, porne, derived from the verb pernemi, which means to sell. The English word pornography and its corollaries in other languages are directly derivative of the Greek word porne. I think I'm saying that right. I think it's pornai. A-E? No, just E. Oh, maybe porne. Yeah, porne. Um, female prostitutes could be independent and sometimes influential women. They were required to wear distinctive dresses and had to pay taxes. Some similarities have been found between the Greek header and the Japanese oiran. Complex figures that are perhaps in an intermediate position between prostitution and courtesanery. Some prostitutes in ancient Greece, such as Lace, were as famous for their company as their beauty, and some of these women charged extraordinary sums for their services. So, almost like a an escort, I guess? Mm-hmm. Solon instituted the first of Athens brothels in the 6th century BC, and with the earnings of this business, he built a temple dedicated to Aphrodite Pandemos, goddess of sexual pleasure. Procuring, however, was severely forbidden. In Cyprus and in Corinth, a type of religious prostitution was practiced where the temple counted more than a thousand prostitutes. Each specialized category had its proper name, so there were the chimitipai, working outdoor, the parapetitikes, who met their customers while walking and then worked in their houses, the gepherides, who worked near the bridges. In the 5th century, Ateneo informs us that the price was one obole, a sixth of a drachma, and the equivalent of an ordinary worker's day salary. The rare pictures describe that sex was performed on beds with covers and pillows, while triclinia usually didn't have these accessories. Hmm. Male prostitution was also common in Greece. Adolescent boys usually practiced it, a reflection of the pederastic custom of the time, which is like... Old-school pedophilia? Basically. It's like young boys and old older men. Nambla. <laughs> Slave boys worked the male brothels in Athens, while free boys who sold their favors risked losing their political rights as adults. So then I'm going to talk about Lace, who was like mentioned earlier in this. May have a corrections mansion on her name. I don't know. So Lace of... Hikara was a courtesan of ancient Greece. She was probably born in Hikara, Sicily, um, and died in Thessaly. Another Hetera with the same name was Lace of Corinth. So this was like an interesting thing was that like these two uh, women, because they were kind of around the same time, um, their histories get like conflated Mm -hmm. a lot. So I also read about Lace of Corinth because some of her history might be the others yeah yeah and well i mean it's from thousands of years ago yeah (laughs) (laughs) um since ancient authors in their accounts often confuse them or do not indicate which they refer to the two are inextricably linked so i kind of like that though or i don't but i think it's like I mean, like, maybe possibly two women's lives just got combined into, like, a single history. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, There are a number of anecdotes about her. For example, it was said Demosthenes was willing to pay 1,000 Greek drachmas for a night with her, but she raised her price to 10,000 drachmas after viewing him. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, you're so ugly. We need a little bit more money. (laughs) Like, double. (laughs) It was, no, it was 10 times. Oh, <laughs> 10 times? Yeah. <laughs> You're 10 times uglier than I anticipated. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, she gave herself to Diogenes for nothing. Um, she was the daughter of Timandra. She was a contemporary and a rival of Phryne. She fell in love with, oh my god, why are there so many Greek names? Thessalia named Hippostratus or Hippolochus, who bought brought her to Thessaly. It is said that Thessalian women, out of jealousy, lured her into the temple of Aphrodite and stoned her to death. She was buried on the banks of Peneus. So, that was very messily done, because I'm 
I should have like looked up pronunciations, <laughs> but I was reading this in my head and I was like just like gibberish. Like <laughs> you were just inserting, like <laughs> and I was like, that's fine. And then now I'm like, oh, it's not okay. So, um, Lays of Corinth, this one's shorter, was a famous hetera or courtesan of ancient Greece who was probably born in Corinth. Lays lived during the Peloponnesian War and was said to be the most beautiful woman of the time. Actually, that's all that's written about her now that I'm looking at it because <laughs> it does conflate their histories. So, um, potentially, she had some of the story of the other Lays. Mm-hmm. Two uh, baddies. Historical two baddies. <laughs> <laughs> Very ancient. Ancient baddies you know it's so bad that thousands of years later we still know how bad they were i would just like to um reiterate that this was in um bc like 340 bc so way back way back wow historical hoes 340 bc what a time yeah what a time to be alive 340 years before the year of our lord (laughs) (laughs) or before the common era (laughs) oh is that what that means actually bce and they just like okay okay, to be less about before christ but yeah (laughs) they're like this is very christian for a whole world of people there was like this meme that was like um uh we live in in like 2019 while jewish people live in in and it was like a really large number. <laughs> <laughs> the Jewish people are in the future. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, so because it's a special holiday special, it's an especially special episode, we have another historical hoe. Since Clover was diving into ancient Greece... I decided to also dive into ancient Greece. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and so we're going to talk about um, the historical ho, Fryn. So I got most of my info from Whores of Yore, Wiki, uh, BBC, and some other places. So um, get ready, buckle up. So Fryn's real name was uh, Miniserati, or Miniserate, which literally means remembering virtue. Friend was a famous Greek heterai or hetera, uh, a courtesan or mistress, especially one in ancient Greece akin to the modern geisha, is what this particular write-up says. But traditionally, historians of uh, ancient Greece have distinguished between uh, heterai and pornai, another class of prostitute in ancient Greece. Of course, Clover kind of further dove into that, but I'm going to go in as well. So, in contrast to Pornai, who provided sex for numerous clients in brothels or on the street, Hatterai were thought to have had only a few men as clients at any one time and to have long-term relationships with them and to have provided companionship and intellectual stimulation as well as sex. So, a third position advanced by Rebecca Futo Kennedy suggests that heterai were, quote, not prostitutes or even courtesans. Instead, she argues heterai were, quote, elite women who participated in sympotic and luxury culture. Just as heteroi, the masculine form of the word, uh, was refused to refer to groups of elite men at symposia. Um, But even if the term heteri was used to refer to a specific class of prostitute, though, scholars disagree on what precisely the line of demarcation was. Uh, Kirk emphasizes that heteri veiled the fact that they were selling sex through the language of gift exchange. (laughs) Sounds familiar. (laughs) Um, While Pornai explicitly commodified sex. She claims that both heteri and Pornai could be slaves... Um, or free, and might or might not work for a pimp. Fryn is best known for her uh, for impiety, where she was defended by the orator uh, Hyperides. Fryn means toad. Sorry to all the Greeks that might be so. D- yes, Fryn. <laughs> Sorry to all the ancient Greeks tuning in today, <laughs> who are obviously was, very upset about this. Well, I was meaning modern day. Greeks or modern day Greek scholars, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Write us at uh, howintheknow at gmail.com if you have any comments. Anyway, (laughs) Um, so friend means toad, and it was her stage name. Um, So it was rumored that she had a yellowish complexion, but 
Also, this was a nickname frequently given to other courtesans and prostitutes as well. But yellow or not, Fryn was widely celebrated for her beauty and was a model for several contemporary paintings and sculptures. Contemporary? Yes, and ancient, including a statue of Aphrodite by her client, uh, Praxiteles. Like the famous Aphrodite statues? or One of the famous Aphrodite statues, yes. Wow. Yes. Um, I what might be... a crush. Right? What a crush. I wonder if like she posed for that. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Who's to say? Or if he just memorized how she looked. He was just maybe like, he, like etched about, it right? into a stone and then... Yeah. <laughs> he or, didn't quite have a sketch pad. I don't know if Greek people had paper. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> don't they have scrolls? They have scrolls. I just feel so offensive right now. <laughs> <laughs> research not done. But if you came here for research, you're in the wrong place. I mean, we, did we do historical <laughs> We're right here <laughs> trying to learn something. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're in the wrong place. Okay. Um, so, including a statue of Aphrodite by her cl- client, uh, Praxiteles. Uh, Athenius provides many anecdotes about Fryn. He praises her beauty, writing that on the occasion of the festivals of Eleusinia and Poseidonia, Poseidonia, Poseidonia. She would let her hair down and step naked into the sea. And this would have inspired the painter Apelles to create his famous picture of Aphrodite and Demony rising from the sea, also portrayed at times as Venus and Demony. So we got our Greeks and our Romans representing. Amazing. With a further love of friend. So supposedly this sculptor, uh, Praxiteles, who was also... Her lover used her as the model for the statue Aphrodite of uh, Cnidos, uh, the first nude statue of a woman from ancient Greece. Phryn was so successful at securing the bag that when Alexander the Great destroyed the walls of Thebes, she offered to pay for their repairs on the condition the words, quote, destroyed by Alexander, restored by Phryn the whore, be inscribed upon them. Oh, my God. (laughs) The government of Thebes refused her because they were too square to accept a gift from a sex worker. Too much pride to accept new walls for their city. If I were them, I would have just accepted the gift. Yeah, for real. (laughs) I I would definitely make a plaque that said, destroyed by Alexander, restored by friend the whore. Yeah. It's honestly, like, the best thing. I need a tattoo of that, actually. (laughs) Oh my god, I love it because like without any context, like <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> right above my pussy. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, okay. Actually, I might. I might do that. <laughs> Clover, tattoo time, <laughs> tattoo corner, stay tuned. <laughs> um, so anyway, Thebes, the government of Thebes refused her. So angered by her growing popularity... Politicians conspired to have Fryn charged for blasphemy. She was defended by Hyperides, who allegedly, when it looked like the court was going to find her guilty, tore off her gown to show her body to the judges and asked, <gasps> quote, How could a festival in honor of the gods be desecrated by beauty which they themselves bestowed? Wow. The judge viewed her beauty as a gift from the gods and acquitted her. Wow. <laughs> so... This is a legend, <laughs> but uh, so there are arguments for and against the veracity of the disrobing. Um, so the, the veracity, yes, the truth. Oh, for some reason, I like translated that as like the like tenaciousness <laughs> or like how voracious the veracity, not veracity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that we have these nuanced dialogues, Clover. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like there's like a debate about like how this guy <laughs> tore the robe off of her. Um, yeah, so there's a debate about it because mm. probably didn't happen. It was probably just kind of like this extra bit of like myth and legend to add to mm. this to what actually happened. Because I mean, Friend is definitely like mostly a legend. I mean, to Whoa. say, well, it's like. Was she really like the f- the model for like the first statue of a Greek woman ever? Probably, maybe not. Like, <laughs> I guess. Like, I mean, it could have happened, and there has to have been somebody. But 
it's like we don't know that exactly. Was she the one who uh, Aphrodite and Demony rising from the sea was modeled after? Maybe. I mean, possibly. Somebody had to be that model, but it could have also just been like a combination of many different iconic hotties from mm. that time. So it's in question. So the words uh, a mm-hmm. prophetess and priestess of Aphrodite might have indicated that Friend participated in the Aphrodisia festival in Aegina. If this, if true, this would have showed the jurors that she was favored by the goddess and serving uh, and deserving of pity. Also, it is accepted. Pity. Yeah, pity because she was brought to um, oh, that okay, court. Still. Yeah, I thought issues. that she already was fine. Okay, go on. No, no, no. So we're we're just we're talking about the veracity of whether or not she was oh, okay, actually okay, yeah. disrobed in front of the judges and all of that. So, <laughs> um, also, it was accepted at that time that women were especially capable of evoking the sympathy of judges, so mothers and children could be ta- brought into courts for such purposes. Wow. And the bearing of breasts was not restricted or atypical <laughs> for prostitutes or courtesans and could be used to arouse compassion as well. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> could it happen? Maybe the, it did. The bearing of breasts. The bearing of breasts. <laughs> and they were just like, let me show you these titties. <laughs> she's probably not guilty with boobies like these. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that I've seen those, I guess we can just... <laughs> not guilty. <laughs> Wow. And also bringing in mothers and children. Right. Like, soften everyone up. Like, (laughs) look, she's a mother. (laughs) She's got a baby. We can't prosecute her with a baby. Um, Yeah. So um, that's the story of Fryn. And I hope you enjoyed it. I'd also like to say that the last time we recorded, I wasn't... Um, I wasn't comatose clover. I was like sick with the flu clover. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, so. Yeah. So comatose clover was sick with the flu. And also uh, not long after, I too was sick with the flu. <laughs> now we've been speculating on when and how we got this flu. Because but- it was basically the same day we came down with it. Like, I didn't realize I had the flu. I was like, I'm just incredibly tired and don't feel good. Um, and I thought I had diabetes for a while. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, oh my god, this is how, this is like when I know I'm a diabetic. This well, because I have such a sugar addiction, and in that week I'd had two monsters, and so I thought, <laughs> like, oh my god. You like, did have two monsters. You had two monsters, espresso shots, coffee. Yeah, well, on that day I'd had a singular monster, and then two days before I'd had another monster. And so I thought, like, oh my god, the sugar deregulation is happening. And so I was like, because I was freezing, so freezing cold, and I was I was on um, WebMD and it said, <laughs> if you're freezing cold, you may be diabetic. And I was like, that's the only thing I could think of because I had Monster that day. <laughs> the Monster was where it really did it. <laughs> and so I was freaking out. I was like, I can't afford to be diabetic. I don't have that type of money. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh. But I had the flu. It was a very like logistical concern. It wasn't like... <laughs> Oh, I can't be diabetic because that would be bad for me. (laughs) It was just like, I can't afford this. Well, I mean... Health condition. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's reasonable. That is reasonable. Like, if I didn't have health care at some point and I was diabetic, I just... It freaks me out. This health care system's awful. Yeah, that's very true. Um... So So I've been cutting back on sugar, and I'm never having Monster again, even though I had the flu. But to cut back to it, you just had the flu, and I also had a flu. Um, And And Suave maybe maybe had the flu? Maybe Suave had the flu. I don't know. (laughs) I could have picked it up at the club because I worked prior, and... um, you know, that happens. Sometimes these things lie dormant for a day or two, and then they suddenly take over your whole body, and you can't move. Yeah, oh my god, I could Which not. was what happened next, or not next, <laughs> which happened in the future, I mean, which happened last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So, um, anyway, so now that we've done our historical ho segment, we want to kind of go into some things that are important. Mm-hmm. Let's start with 
FK Twigs. Okay, let's let's unpack FK Twigs. Yes, let's deep dive this because we have to and people don't understand why we're upset. And that's understandable if you're not in it, then you just don't think about it really. You don't think about these things. You're like that's pretty hot what she just did. Yep, there you're like, "Wow, it's so cool that she would pull dance for a video because she had an artistic vision." And um that's the end of that thought because uh let me just continue sucking her clit. Mm. But that's not really how I feel and how a lot of sex workers feel. Specifically strippers because she keeps kind of like not staying in her lane. Mm. So, what happened? So a while ago, um, FKA dropped a video of her pole dancing for one of her most recent music videos, and uh, critics and everybody were like, "Oh my god, she's so good at pole dancing! I'm so like, this is an amazing video." And they were like, "It's so cool that she did all of this, learned all of this for art, and it's like, it's crazy that she did that." Wow, who could have imagined that somebody would do that for art? And pole dancing is so artistic yes. in this light. Yes, it's so much better than whenever strippers do it. I would never <laughs> respect a stripper, yeah. but I respect FKA for getting on a pole. Well, I don't because <laughs> it's just it's like honestly fucked up. She hasn't said anything like to care for sex workers, and I think that that's like a big issue within the pole dance community right now. Is like. People want to separate themselves so much. They want to separate themselves from like sex workers. They want to be like, well, this is like different. Like people have been pole dancing for so long. It's like、mm. a historical thing. Except that what they're doing is not the historical version. They're wearing pleasers and they're using moves that people have taken from the club. And like, yeah, the pole that they're using isn't like the traditional poles. Like there are forms of pole dancing that are traditional, but like. I've seen them primarily with like wooden poles or things like that,、yeah. or like other forms of like other equipment. It's not like the stripper pole that we know and we love and we use for work for、mm-hmm. earning monies. Yeah, I think that there is something really specific about the、um, reappropriation of like typical dance moves, like sort of like I know like、um, FKA does the Romeo and Juliet type back. Dip、yeah. on the pole and stuff like that. Well, she's just using traditional like stripper rolls and then、baseline、like level, going extra she, with wearing pleasers. So anyway. yeah, I mean baseline level, she's like using stripper moves. Yeah, and she's also like not doing anything that's very difficult or complicated. She should at the very least address. She also like, like decided to learn from a quote unquote pole professional or like. Pole dancer specific person instead of an actual stripper.、Mm. So she was not only taking appropriating the culture that we have, but also instead of hiring a sex worker to instruct her, decided to hire a civilian person who has no experience in the club or like knowledge of its history or any of the complicated. Politics behind it, and、yeah. gave her, and you know, she paid them for that instruction. Yeah, and then to top it off,、um, for her album drop, she took over Cheetahs, which is a club that it's like a chain out in LA right now. Well, in California specifically, and I don't know if there are other Cheetahs in other parts of the country. It might just be like a Western, like Western America club.、Mm. Cheetahs is like kind of known for being this like alt girl club. Like the the iconic Cheetahs girl is this um this woman. She's like white and has like a pink mohawk and like a million and one tattoos and stuff like that.、Mm. Um, so it's just like a, a club where alternative like tattooed up, pierced up girls can dance.、Um, And they've also been noted for having some alternative nights. Like they have like a night called I think like Jezebel, where they、um, or Jolene. I think it's Jolene, and it's for、um, trans dancers to have their night and、um, enjoy it and all of that. So it's an interesting club. Side note about Cheetahs is I think they、um, have recently been acquired or purchased by、um, AOD, so Ace of Diamonds. Oh, so AOD is. 
Um, I want to say it's Atlanta-based, but it's like one of those um, like urban, like black urban clubs. So it's all about like ballers, big booties, and on and on. So it seems as though there's going to be a major change on the horizon considering the ownership changeover. Anyway, so FKA rented out Cheetahs for her um, album drop party and did not hire strippers. <laughs> Instead hired pole dancers. What? Yes. Okay, so that's like another like length, honestly. Okay, yeah. go on. So, yet again... Um, strippers were not It just, like, seems anti-stripper at this point. Because exactly. She because she's, it, like, that. she's purposefully excluding strippers from, and even taking the place where they work, where they're able to make money, buying out a night. None of them are compensated. Oh, my God. For what's going on. I think she maybe hired, like, a couple of actual strippers, but mostly they were pole dancers. And the fucked up thing is like, I know AM and some other strippers like um, DM'd her and consulted her um, her agent and things like that to offer to like consult for it to mm. be to make it like a collaborative effort with real strippers. Yeah, and they blew them off completely okay. like initially fk was like oh like that's an interesting point and then after that i think like her agent or whatever like was like don't even worry about it it doesn't matter it's totally inconsequential oh yikes yeah <laughs> so didn't hire um strippers took over the club took away profit from strippers, appropriated the culture that is our culture, and still has said absolutely nothing to talk about. Any of the struggles of actual, like, stripping and, like, the pole. Because, okay, so this is the whole thing, and I think that it's, like, maybe um, hard to look at it from this perspective of, like, appropriation, because that is mostly used for, like, culture, um, and uh, work is, like, a it's different but it's sort of strippers are in danger for the work that they do Mm -hmm. and um like they face all of this sort of stigma and um it's like thing the things that actual strippers face for doing the work that they do on the pole are things that pole dancers do not so it's to me it is kind of in a way similar to like cultural appropriation yeah i mean i think that there's like a lot of back and forth about can we call this cultural appropriation can Mm. like should we reserve that for issues related to like race yeah um and and um related to ethnicity and the appropriation of indigenous cultures and things like that and i do think that it's different but it has like a similar i think it has a similar level of gravity because It isn't just, like, this, you know, show of fashion. Like, this is our labor. This is how we support ourselves. So we face, like, real state-sanctioned violence. We face all kinds of exclusion from employment opportunities and legitimacy of our work. We are frequently completely cut out of our families as soon as we come out as sex workers, Mm -hmm. face abuse or violence. Our crimes against us are not prosecuted or taken seriously, and there's just such a high rate of sexual assault um, directed towards sex workers and strippers in this case specifically, that in in spite of our occupation being 100% legal, Mm. like with we are operating legally above board there are regulations for our industry and yet we're so entirely taken for granted and abused and nobody is really doing anything except for us to protect ourselves and yet people feel totally free to like enjoy the beautiful cultural things that we've created like pole dance and Mm -hmm. and floor work and wearing pleasers and like all of the strip club accessorizing and trends and all of that, like, we are trendsetters. Yeah. And, like, just kind of making light of everything that we do. Oh, my God. If I have to hear somebody say, like, that's my stripper name. Yeah, fuck. I hate that so much. Uh, or, like, like, 
Uh, I had a friend that actually recently made like a stripper joke, and I was like, "God, that's oh, so cringe." Yeah, it's, and I'm like, "It's e- so bad." It's like, why do you think that that's funny? Yeah, it's and it's also just like cheap humor. It's like there's no. It's like there's no real thought behind that. It's kind of like a lot of yo mama jokes, which yeah. are just essentially like making fun of women and and mm-hmm. exploiting women. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there can be, like, an artful way to make a Yo Mama joke and nuanced ways, but most of the time, 95% of the time, it's just, like, comedy at the expense of marginalized people. Yeah. And that's how a lot of these stripper jokes are because it's like, yeah, you can make fun, but, like, a lot of real injustices are happening. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, So that's why it's weird and not... I just yeah it rubs me wrong to see it's just fucked up it's like you know FKA is sheltered and out of touch and she's learning pole dancing in a private studio with a white professional pole dancer and she's just like it's just stupid to think that anybody could teach her better than a stripper mm-hmm. and call it real and just think that it's art because just because she's not getting naked and yeah just and because just because she's not doing it for like money for money or, or well it is for money i mean it is for money and it, i mean it's i mean and also like that it it's is not like specifically for too. men and da 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 yeah and just like just refusing that like this art comes from like working class black sex workers here's an, a question then like also because like the fact that technically she did do it for money and like technically I guess, like, in strip clubs, women are patrons, too, occasionally. Mm -hmm. And, like, we're just doing it for money generally and not, like, with the specific, I guess, uh, gendered audience in mind. I wonder, like, did she um, unknowingly participate in... Did she unknowingly participate... In sex work? I mean, well, that's, like an ongoing discussion among people and including sex workers like where does the line of sex work begin and end yeah and i think that it's kind of like important to well it's i guess it's definitely not sex work because there wasn't any sort of like actual interaction with the audience or like yeah i maybe. mean but i mean like you you could say I don't know. I think that the it's, oh, like, true. hard to d- draw stars. the line. Like, what about porn? Or, like, yeah. what about cameras? Or what about people selling nudes? Like, there's, Yeah, but, like, I mean, she didn't get naked was, like, the other thing. She didn't get naked, but also, like, a lot of people who are, like, selling lewds and stuff are, like, not necessarily naked. But and, like, those aren't considered sex work, are they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the line. <laughs> the line, exactly. It's, like, it's a blurry line. but I, And it's also, like, some people want to draw in even... Um, like iconic actresses who were notable because they were sexy, like mm. um, like Farrah Fawcett or like like uh, Angelina Jolie or people like that, you know, like saying what? that they were doing sex work because like they were profiting off of their sex value and all of that. But I just don't think that it's that simple, and I don't think that much like people wanting to include a lot of indigenous like art and things like that into like art movements like maybe people don't always want to be included in that and you shouldn't just like force people into a category that they haven't kind of chosen for themselves yeah I mean I think there are definitely degrees of like what is sex work and what isn't but well I mean but what if like someone is doing what if someone's stripping and then they're like I'm not a sex worker yeah, I mean, I think that's complicated. I okay. do think that they are a sex worker, though. Yeah. I think there are, like, certain definite, like, definite professions that are sex work. Yeah. Like, if you are making porn and you say you're not a sex worker, that would be a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's kind of more denial than it is not mm-hmm. being a sex worker. We need to take a commercial break can't spank your child anymore. So how do you inflict corporal punishment without getting in trouble? Introducing Ticklers. I'm a professional child tickler. Yep, sounds weird, doesn't it? But I promise it's not. 
Have you ever been tickled so hard you cried and peed your pants? Those used to be the signs a parent had whipped some sense into their child. We try to replicate the same effect without all the liability for child abuse with ticklers. Whenever you need us, we will bring the tickle torture to you. We arrive in our child-friendly tickle mobile with an array of tools and implements to restrain and safely tickle your child. Ticklers only use safe tickle techniques and are CPR certified. It's time to take back corporal punishment like the good old days with ticklers. Wow. <laughs> the, um, the idea of a car pulling up <laughs> for this. Um, additionally, your commercials are often so dark. <laughs> oh, yes, they are. <laughs> Calling all Midwesterners. Notice anything different about yourselves? Absolutely fucked up the way you do something? What about your candor? How are your blood sugar levels? Up in NYC, we do things a little differently. Black coffee, walk faster, talk faster, cross the road before the walk sign is on. I suck my own dick. I lick my own clit. I use the subway when no one is looking. My own mother in the bagel shop. Deli, bodega, halal sandwich, $5 hero. I have rolls in my fucking pantry. Once upon a time, there was a little thing called common sense. Class of OJ, skip the J. Lyft, taxi, Uber. My own two feet. I walk 10 miles a day, but it feels like zero. Hello? What the fuck is Times Square? I never go to Times Square. Did you notice that I'm wearing the Chanel boots? I'm wearing the cock polo? I get fucked in the ass on the daily by these holiday tunes. So if you're a Midwesterner, maybe try not to be. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you say that's like not darker than mine. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't dark. I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? All right, you guys. Well, this has been an episode of Ho in the Know. Where can we find you, Clover? Find me at Little Four Leaf. The four is a number. There's an underscore between little and four. It'll be in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at Pretty Boy Girl you, on Instagram. That's where it is. You can follow me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can support this project by going to our Patreon at The Real Pretty Boy Girl, where you unlock special, uh, comprehensive, detailed stories of me doing stuff that you won't get to read anywhere else. And she's an amazing writer. That's me. And um, if Please you, support. If you have any questions, comments, or whatever else, uh, email us at hoeinthenow at gmail.com. Also, want to be a guest? Uh, that's also where you could hit us up. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, if you're a sex worker and you want to be on the show, uh, HMU. Um, yes, so that's it. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. It's Our holiday special, you. we hope you're warm at home with your family, snuggling, eating turkey, mm-hmm. massaging each other's feet. Mm-hmm. And then and analyzing, being very uh, cr- critical analysis of all of your like values at this time of year. And remember to keep it real. Keep it real. <laughs> fuck Trump and Mike Pence. You could fuck him too. Did you know that there's but only in front of his wife? <laughs> <laughs> there's like a a gay Mike Pence. Um, it's like this guy that looks exactly like Mike Pence that's parading around. <laughs> oh my god! And like collecting money for like. Um, good organizations. That's so good. Yeah, anyway. Oh my so. gosh. So shout out Gay Mike Pence. Um, yeah, and this has been an episode of How in the Know. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. More money. I want your money. I want more money. 